welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. And with me today, I have my co-hosts, Light. Hey, Logar, how are you doing today? I'm glad to be able to make the session. Great, good, good. And Bill, Bill, say hello. Bill? Bill? No, Bill's not here. What, Bill? Wait, I thought Bill was supposed to be here. Oh my God, Bill's missing from game. What are we going to do? His character was supposed to wield the magic sword that would save the entire kingdom. We might be in some trouble here. Oh no. (laughs) So if you've played for any amount of time, I'm sure you've had a situation where players haven't showed up for game. Yes. I mean, it's always challenging. Um, As you mentioned earlier, Logar, sometimes you have some key characters that are essential to the game or you're missing one of the four core classes. And then you're in a world of hurt because you don't have your thief or your cleric or something like that. We're going into this dungeon. We really need a cleric because we know we're going to take a few hits and we might not live without a cleric. That happens. Uh, That has happened (laughs) in some of these games. (laughs) I think it's key to kind of not rely on any one character in a campaign, to be honest. I think that I've made the mistake of centering certain games and campaigns around certain characters and it's become difficult if they didn't show up but there's ways you can run a game that isn't dependent on one specific character and i try to lean that way now when i dm because i don't want to uproot and just ruin the game if someone unexpectedly doesn't show up as with uh, real life outside a game things do get busy you know we all have whatever job and families and other obligations you know sometimes during the summer we might lose some folks due to vacation travel or around the holidays and such. So it's always a little bit tricky. And as Logar mentioned, if you have a key character class that you need to be able to finish the adventure and they're not able to attend that one session, a lot of times you end up being pretty deep in the hole. Sometimes it's best just to say, oh, okay, Bill's character's there in the background. If you need that healing, we can roll it <laughs> and you can have that heal. Yeah. We'll just assume Bill's character's there silently and kind of put them aside. I know that our group tends to just be silly when someone comes back. We make a comment like, oh, they had the runs and they were in the, <laughs> the Porto John, ye old Porto John. Ye old Porto John. I think we've used a Porto John across multiple different games with people. <laughs> we're just going to have to have a magic item that is some sort of magical traveling portageon that just pops up whenever we start game in the middle of the dungeon where were you that all that time bill i was in the portageon <laughs> we uh like a tardis you know it'll just pop up and then you know be flashing when you're in the portageon <laughs> dimension of portageon and then <laughs> it is the, the tardis sound as it appears is just the flushing of the toilet <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we've done different ways of handling where the um you know the character uh, might be a background character, might be an NPC, might be an active NPC. So we've done it different ways. Well, one thing that I've seen a lot of on the internet, reading people's comments on various message boards, is people get really upset about folks not being able to make it to every game. I, I you know, I'm in my 40s now. I've got, I've got children. Uh, I've got family. I've got a lot of responsibilities from work to you name it. And I, I don't necessarily. I can't necessarily make D&D the most important first thing in my life. It can't come before all my obligations. And I'm understanding that other players are that way too. One of the reasons we run our games often every other week is because a lot of folks that we know, some of them have schedules that only 
they're only off on certain days every other week as well. It makes it possible that people can join more. And we're not rigid about you have to be there every single week. If you can only pop in and out here and there, that's fine. We'll just, I just wave the magic hand most of the time and you're there with the rest of the group. We're not going to go into it. It doesn't need to be a part of the story. This is make-believe. Right. This is, you know, (laughs) this isn't, it's not that important. We're here to have fun. You know, no, I mean, you know, we want people to be able to participate as much as they can and have fun, but we do understand that they have obligations, as Logar said, outside of game itself. So we're not going to, like he said, we wave a magic hand. You know, there's one adventure where uh, the last session we were just entering, you know, deep down into an underground pirate ship or whatever it was. And, you know, somebody couldn't make the session. And, you know, there were three levels deep by the next session, but we just did a hand wave. You know, I'm not going to make that one character sit by himself on top of the, you know, surface and then fight his way through a bunch of whatever zombie Viking, radioactive zombie Vikings to get to the third level where the rest of the party does. Like, no, we're just going to assume that they were traveling with him the whole time. And, you know, maybe they were carrying the backpack of loot or whatever it was, right? So. Yeah. Like we had someone last night who hadn't been to, I think the last one or two sessions. Oh, we had, so we had a couple people who had to miss out on the previous session that came last night. And then we had an, one of them had to miss out on two because they had family vacations planned and other things going on at the time. We're, I'm not going to have to make them go through their own solo adventure aside from everything else. You're just part of the group. We're going to do it together. Right. I'll, we'll catch you up on what happened and assume that you were there and observed it all at the very least. And I've seen people being rigid and angry that people can't show up all the time. But if you're going to be playing a game like this at my age, especially maybe <laughs> when I was a teenager, you'd be like, you can't make it once a week. That might be a different because there's less responsibilities. Maybe there's more expectation to fulfill that obligation to game. But at this age, we, we can't do that or we wouldn't have a game. Right. Essentially, you have to be flexible with people's schedules in real lives. Yeah. And uh, with the pandemic, obviously, it's made gaming a little bit easier in the sense that, you know, we're not going out as much and such. We're not going out and doing activities. So it's made it a little bit easier uh, during this period because most of us have been locked in at home. But as Logan mentioned, you know, we don't have the expectation that you got to sign up to have some contract to be at game each and every week. You know, people have other activities in life as well too. Uh, now, the one thing that I do do is, so for example, if your character is not at game, um, that session, they're not going to level up as quickly from an experience point standpoint, even though they're, you know, magic hand wave with the party, you know, I don't level them up at the same rate as people that are, you know, at game. So, I mean, that is a, you know, a trade-off, obviously. The traditional style of leveling up where you get experience points. If you're not a game, you're not going to get the experience points. Right. It's not meant to be a punishment. It's just, you no. know, you kind of got to get the experience points to level up. So if you're not going to be able to show up as game as much, you're probably not going to be able to level up as fast. If a game master's doing like uh, just leveling people up at a more point where they feel that everybody should level up at X time, a newer, like a newer way that things are done. I think that's what you've been doing in our one yep. game, correct? You know, at that point, you, if you needed or wanted everybody to stay on a similar level, you could just do the wave of the hand. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's what you prefer for your game. Whatever works and whatever enables as many people to play as often as possible. I'm not going to bar somebody because they can only show up once in a while. I'm like, yeah, come on in. When you can make it, that's all right. Try to catch up on the story. Have fun that yep. night and enjoy that. There's no 
you have to sign the dotted line and commit to so many games <laughs> and stuff. We have some people that can only show up occasionally and they'll show up when they can. And it's, it's, we have a great time playing with them. Right. The key is to have fun. We want everyone to have fun and enjoy themselves. So we're not doing any type of, um, you know, pay to play scenario or anything where you got to chip in money to be able to play or anything like that. You know, we just get together and have fun. But if you um, want to pay me to play, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> well you do have a, a lot of books you do purchase a lot of material so. you can pay me all day long i'm not going to stop anyone from giving me money i, I can use it i got these kids to feed <laughs> yeah yeah let, let, let me rephrase that I, for I'm some kidding. for some games you know we've seen where it's a mandatory pay to play for example if you're, you're playing in a gaming store or or something like that so uh, and I am, I am just kidding. I, nobody pays me to play the game. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I do pay to play for the books that I buy. <laughs> we'll also run like NPCs in the game. So a lot of times if we have some drop-in folks that want to play, you know, we'll, we'll let them play the NPC that we may have traveling with the party. Because sometimes, you know, early on when we only have like, say, three or four players in the game, I might throw in a couple of NPCs to round out, like, say, the skill sets that might be needed. But then if we have some drop-in players, you know, okay, hey, you can take over the NPC, join the game. So yeah, we had a drop-in player a couple of weeks ago in the in the Saturday night Rifts game. And we didn't have and Rifts is pain in the butt to roll up the character. I'm like, there's <laughs> uh, no way yes. I, this person's gonna play one time. That's gonna be it. There's no way I'm gonna have them spend the next five hours rolling a character up just to play for a couple of hours. Exactly. I, I had a couple printouts of some random NPCs and villains, and I said, like, okay, here you can play this. It was a dog boy. They're mutant dogs that run around. Oh, yes. Riffs. I like the dog boys. <laughs> so he came in and he played a dog boy for that night. And I was just like, there you go. You're just like, yeah, don't worry about it. You're just part of the party. I didn't need to come up with a way to introduce him in. We just, let's just go with it. The party changes sometimes from time to time, from week to week. And I don't need to really make it a part of the story. I guess if you're into that and you want that to be part of the story, interacting there and you want to, that's fine. Uh, that could be part of the role play itself is coming and going. But myself, if I spent so much time role-playing about where everybody went and came from and left, we'd have very little time for all the other stuff that we got planned for the evenings and stuff. Yeah, because you can have like a reoccurring character, like, you know, the wanderer or the, the, the hermit that you run into in the woods, you know, and then they just pop in, help you out, and they pop back out. Yeah, it's fine. If you can't make it, that's cool. You can still be part of a game when you're able to come, I usually tell folks. It, it doesn't have to be such a such a commitment that, you're, that we're not able to play because we're bound everybody so tightly to this when you have to be there. But, you know, we had, also don't have too much of a problem usually with having a regular group that shows up from week to week. So that may be a different problem if you don't actually have folks that do show up. Um, than finding the folks who do want to show up and play. And if you only have a couple that show up, uh, maybe if you have those weeks where so many aren't able to make it, maybe have a backup game, something that works better for a one-on-one -on -one solo game someone has prepared or tucked away. I know we've talked about that. We haven't done it a lot, but that's, that's, that's kind of a have, a have a backup. And if you know more ahead of time, if you can tell your game master that you can't make it or your dungeon masters and let your group know earlier than later is probably better. So they can make a preparation. If a lot of people can't make it. Oh, Hey, let's play this other game. Since a lot of the group ain't there. And that gives you a chance to try something new. Maybe one of these neat little indie zine games or something like that. And we certainly have done it before where, you know, we have a regular game, but if not enough folks can make it, then we play like, you know, Munchkin online, or we also played, Oh, I forget the name of that game. The that storytelling game that, you and I played less microscope. Yeah. Microscope. Thank we played you. microscope. That was a so, cool game. 
you know, something like microscope is a very easy drop in because it's storytelling. It's not a rigid, you know, action campaign. You can pop into that and pop back out very easily because you're story building. Yeah. So having those as backup is always, always good to have. It sure is. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed this, please share it on social media. Just tell your friends about us. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards there. Do the like and follow because I think you have to do one of them for our updates to come on. I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> uh, you can find our blog, wobbliesandwizards.com and keep those dice rolling. Yes, me. You always have dice to roll. <laughs> I got plenty to roll. <laughs> <laughs>